Hi, this is Amber. Welcome to today's podcast. The podcast channel is Sacred Space Healing and the website is sacredspacehealing.org. For those of you that are new to this channel, I'm a Reiki master teacher and shamanic practitioner. I'm an energy healer and uh, an energy teacher and I've been running my own healing practice since 2007. These podcasts are here to assist you on your journey and also share observations along the way that have been useful in healing sessions with clients and with students. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. So hello and welcome to today's podcast. Thank you to everyone that listens in and also for all your lovely messages of support. If you'd like to continue supporting the channel and to keep all the content free, please head over to the website sacredspacehealing.org and there's a drop down menu there where you can donate as much or as little as you feel called to. All the donations go back into creating more free content and also to the bursary scheme which I offer to those who may not be able to afford to pay full price to work with me. I work with clients around the world uh, online, have done so for over five years, possibly longer. I find it a wonderful way to work and it means that I can reach many more people than if I was confined to a room somewhere in a city paying extortionate charges on a room. So if you'd like to work with me, check out the website sacredspacehealing.org and you can see that the work that I offer is focused on life purpose, core wound healing, sacred union and one-to-one coaching and healing. So welcome to today's podcast and talking about sacred union. That's what I'd like to focus on today in today's podcast. Sacred union. So what do we mean by sacred union? Um, thankfully, it's a term that hasn't been overused and overabused. Um, whereas terms like soulmates and twin flames have uh, and tantra. So about five, ten years ago, the whole twin flame thing kind of exploded. And we were fed this thing, this idea that we have a twin flame, that we have this um, divine counterpart, this other aspect of ourselves somewhere in the world that we are meant to be with, and that when we come together with them, we create heaven on earth. And the journey to be with them, we were told, is going to be difficult and challenging because all our wounds are going to come up and we're going to have to clear a load of stuff, but it's part of our spiritual journey. And if we do this meditation and do that practice and do this work and that bit of work, eventually it could happen. But we were also fed that it was only really happening for a few chosen few. And the chosen few were probably in their last incarnation. They're not going to come back, so this is it, you know. They're going to meet their beloved, and then they're never coming back again. So we were, we were fed a lot of different tales, really, around Twin Flames and around um, Sacred Union and Divine Partnership. And I've talked about this in other podcasts, and I've revealed that a lot of these couples who said that they were Twin Flames weren't and that this was a huge kind of marketing ploy that we fell under the spell of. Um, it made a lot of money and there were a lot of people out there who put themselves on a website and said, oh, we have Twin Flames, come and work with us. And it was a massive con. Uh, I started to do Sacred Union sessions um, probably about eight years ago because there was a call for it in me um, through spirit, but also because people were coming to me with these stories and these tales of predominantly women who felt that they had met the one and then the one ran from them, broke their hearts and all their wounds came up and now they're on this journey to heal themselves and in so doing they're falling in love with themselves, with spirit, with the universe and maybe the one will return to them and maybe not, maybe they'll meet someone else and it was beautiful and has been beautiful work to do with people and I can happily say that the majority of women that I worked with who did the work came into union with their beloveds. 
um, because they did the work. Some didn't. Uh, there were no guarantees, but the majority did. And it, it was deeply, deeply beautiful to witness that opening to self-love, to empowerment. Um, and one of the terms that I stopped using was twin flame and soulmate, and instead talked about your divine counterpart or sacred union. So sacred union is the union of the masculine and the feminine in us, in perfect harmony. And as that union comes together, it unites with a third energy, which is God, spirit, universe, energy, the divine. And together that energy creates sacred union. The fusion of that energy means that we become powerful beings that can heal ourselves, others, and this planet instantly. Sacred union is about sacred sexuality, so not sleeping around, uh, not disrespecting our partners and ourselves, not abusing our bodies, not giving away our sex, like giving away our sexual energy. Um, it is about seeing sexual energy as divine energy and using it mindfully and consciously. Tantra, at its essence, is about using that energy to heal ourselves, but Tantra has become abused. It was taken over by Western um, money makers, really. And what we have now with Tantra is a complete mishmash. It's not the truth of Tantra. But, you know, at its essence, it is about taking that energy and channeling it through our bodies so that we can heal ourselves and we can heal others and we can heal the planet. Uh, and it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, manifestation energy as well. What we're seeing with this idea that it's somehow wrong to be looking for your divine counterpart or it's, you know, you don't need to find your, your other half or if you're a female, you don't need a man to complete you. If you're a man, you don't need a woman to complete you. That you can get your desires met through, the, through AI or through online or through whatever. What we're seeing is a real uh, abuse of a very ancient knowing, which is that we all have masculine and feminine energies in us, as does the planet, as does everything. And when these are in balance and harmony and come together in balance and harmony, we create heaven on earth. But when they're busy fighting each other or they're out of harmony or we are screwing up with them because we are eating the wrong foods or we're treating our bodies in the wrong way or we're overstimulated or understimulated, then we are out of balance. And sacred union is an impossibility. Because the twin flame thing got so hijacked, people were led off the path. And sacred union never really got a chance to get embedded in people and in their consciousness. So the idea of sacred union is still very alien to a lot of people and sacred sexuality. And that sexual energy is sacred. You know, this idea that um, sex is something that we should freely indulge in and it doesn't matter how many partners you have, and you, you, know, can, you can have threesomes and foursomes and tensomes, and it doesn't matter who you sleep with. All of this is nonsense, and it's not to cast judgment, but it's to say every time you are intimate with someone, there is an exchange of energy. Chords are exchanged, 
And if you don't clear that energy, if you don't clear those cords, if you don't clear your energy field, you're literally carrying around someone's energy with you every time, not only are you intimate with them, but every time you have an intimate thought about them. How bogged down are people with other people's energy that isn't serving them? When in truth, the energy that we're meant to have in its entirety in our system is that fusion of the masculine and the feminine in harmony, in alignment with the divine. But we fill ourselves with porn, we fill ourselves with crushes, we fill ourselves with social media and one night stands and we fill ourselves with exes that we won't let go of and people that we want to be with and people that we obsess over and movie stars that we place on our walls and everything in our energy field gets contaminated. And it's not judgment. There's no judgment in any of this because it's all part of the human experience and it's all choice. However, why, why walk a path of sacred union? We walk the path of sacred union because it's the cleaner path. We walk the path of sacred union because it is our surefire way of mastering manifestation. You know, the abundance that we want, the healing that we want, the life that we want. We walk the path of sacred union because it brings us closer to God's spirit universe. And we're here on this planet to learn how to die well, rather than to accumulate as many toys as possible, and then to die with regrets. You know, we're here to live good lives. We're here on the briefest of journeys in order to fulfill our soul's purpose, um, not to play. Uh, and I think we've got caught up and lost in the idea that play is all that we're here to do. And that's how sacred union and sexual energy has become abused is that we've been fed this idea that it's about fun and it's about play and um, it's entertainment. Um, all of the you know, sexual energy that's used to sell us products, to sell us um, people's careers, uh, everything is fueled by sexual energy. Its sacredness has been completely abused and destroyed and raped. Um, so we have lost the, one of our hugest, uh, our, our, our greatest sources of power, which is sacred union and sexual energy. It's getting squandered away. It gets squandered away in pornography. It gets squandered away when we watch sex scenes on TV or at the cinema, when we read porn. It gets squandered away in uh, diversions and distractions like the twin flame illusion. Um, it gets squandered away when we're told that, you know, sacred union is these weird tantra workshops where you tickle someone with a feather. It gets squandered away when we're told that um, sexual liberation is to have as many sexual partners as possible or to be tied up and whipped. It gets squandered away. And again, this is saying, I'm saying all this without judgment, right? Because we're here to have different experiences. And whatever the individual chooses to have as an experience is their choice. But if they knew what they were throwing away, if they knew, really knew what they were giving away, I doubt that the majority of those people who squander their sexual energy or allow it to be stolen would allow it to happen. I know this for a fact. I know this for, for a fact from my own personal life. But I also know it from working with thousands of clients and thousands of students that when they really start to honour their sexual energy and they really dive into what sacred union means, the truth of it, then everything else becomes this kind of, um, not only an embarrassment, but this, uh, this distraction that they never needed to be on. That, that they would never choose to be on had they known any differently. And it's hard to explain sacred union in a podcast, and I wouldn't choose to do that, which is why I offer the sacred union sessions, um, which are deeply transformative, and they're not kind of get the diary out and book in again, you know, 
Most people book in for two hours. We do a huge amount of work in that time. And then hopefully I never hear from them again because they're on their way. They're on the path. They've got the tools that they need. Sometimes people check back in a year later, six months later, and that's fine and beautiful. But on the whole, once you know the basics of sacred union, once you know how to harvest and maintain and cultivate and honour your sexual energy, then you're never going to give it away again. You're never going to squander it away again. You're never going to allow it to be taken from you. We lose our sexual power and our sexual energy and therefore our God-given energy of manifestation and abundance and creativity every time we have a sexual encounter that means nothing or very little to us, every time we indulge in drugs and alcohol, every time we indulge in pornography, every time we indulge in mindless, numbing self-pleasure, every time we watch something on a TV screen or a film screen that taps into our sexual energy. Now, everything at the moment, and it probably always has been this way um, ever since we got media, is about tapping into our primal sexual energy, whether it's sex, desire, lust, fear, rage, anger. Those are the primal emotions that are usually excited in us when we watch something on the screen or we um, see an advert. Uh, and every time that happens, it's like there's a cord that comes from that image to us and we are no longer free. And there is a part of us that is handed over in that exchange. And it happens on a subtle energetic level. We don't even know it's happening, but we can sometimes feel it because we feel dirty, we feel weird, we feel off after certain encounters, after certain programs, after certain pieces of music, um, after being in certain environments. So I don't lie about the fact that, you know, I don't really watch much TV, uh, and I don't listen to mainstream radio or music. Um, and that's not because uh, I live in a cave. <laughs> it's because I know that the minute I do that, I start to feel my energy deplete and I feel off. There are pieces of music I can listen to that make me feel wonderful, um, or healed or uh, connect me closer to myself or to a higher consciousness. And then there are pieces of music that just make me feel like really off really wrong um, and I obviously music has a frequency and so the frequency of that music affects us and um, it can either elevate us or it can lower our vibration and similarly there's programs I just won't watch um, because I know that it's going to change my energy field and it will be like a, a cord you know like a cord around my neck or a kind of grasping of my energy and this is how you know careers are made they're built off sex. This is how um, things are sold to us, off sexual energy. And we've gotten so used to it and so desensitized that we don't even realize that that's how we're being manipulated. So I think it is crucial for our empowerment and our development and our consciousness and our abilities to manifest good in the world that we learn to honor our sexual energy and we learn about the principles of sacred union. I don't do book recommendations. Um, I don't do healer recommendations. And I don't have people come and guest on this podcast channel for one reason only. And that is that we have to find our own way. And if I endorse something and it turns out that that healer or teacher or book was not in the light, then I would feel responsible. So for that reason, I don't. You know, I leave it to people's free will. But there are certain books 
that can be read that would um, assist. And there are practices and meditations that can be done that do assist in sacred union work and that I happily share with those that work with me privately one-to-one. But you won't find that information on the website, so please don't try and look for it. I certainly wouldn't provide that information in a podcast because it is sacred information. We have lost and are losing regularly, daily, incrementally our sense of the sacred and the divine. And the more we lose that, the more we become susceptible to the darkness and confusion and division and destruction. Sacred Union is about unity, unity consciousness. If you want to look at how well versed we are in Sacred Union, look at the world right now because we are not in unity consciousness. We are in division and we are dividing more and more through fear, through rage, through jealousy. And we are learning bullshit spiritual practices, witchcraft and magic through online courses, through books being sold um, that are teaching us very powerful but very simple techniques in how to hurt others, in how to be selfish, in how to manifest for our own good. They're not teaching us the practices of the light or the divinity. It's magic. We're under a collective spell. And the only way to break out of this collective spell is to connect to a higher form of energy. And sacred union is one of the ways that we do that. We connect to God's spirit universe. And we get out of this spell. The spell really is indicative of the lower um, resonances of sexual energy. Lust, anger, greed, grasping, fear. Right? It's not a place of unity consciousness. If we were in unity consciousness, we wouldn't be judging and ostracizing people um, on their choices. We wouldn't be fighting each other in the streets. We wouldn't be at war with each other. We wouldn't be in fear. We wouldn't be jumping into bushes because we think that we're going to catch something from the person who's walking past us. We would be in unity consciousness. We would have faith in a higher power. We would have faith in ourselves. We would know that together, as a unified force, you can create great change in the world but not by pitting yourself above another, not by saying that your cause is greater than another's, your pain is greater than another's, your trauma is greater than another's. That is not unity consciousness. It's division, and it's been sold to us for a very long time. And when the twin flame thing became a thing, the reason it sold so quickly and the reason people abused it to make money out of it was because it was actually selling division. It was saying oh, you can't be with your twin flame until you've healed your wounds. Your twin flame is a runner, you're a chaser. Uh, you know, you have to put up with their bad behavior because they're not so evolved as you. All of this is division. Unity consciousness says, my beloved is with me all the time, whether in the physical or in another dimension. I don't have to do anything because they're my beloved. All I have to do is live my most beautiful, perfect, united, unified life. All I have to do is be truthful to myself, to God's spirit universe, to walk the path, to walk the path of truth, to be on my, my mission, to fulfill my creative destiny. I don't have to grasp, I don't have to run after someone, I don't have to do this workshop or take that course. I just have to dive deeper into me. And yeah, I might need help with that. Maybe I need someone to redirect me. Maybe I need someone to, you know, give me a pointer in the direction to go in. But I don't need to slavishly devote 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years of my life chasing this elusive twin flame. And this is what these courses were doing and these 
programs were doing, locking people into these ways of thinking where people would go on group calls and, you know, one person starts lamenting, oh, I'm not with my twin flame, and then someone else starts lamenting. And in that, in those group calls was no one who was on the path of sacred union and no one who was really connecting to their beloved, you know? And, of course, the people selling these programs are going, kitching. I've made a lot of money. And I've talked about this before, you know, there was one twin flame and inverted commas couple who started from nothing. They started on a social media page and then it grew and grew and grew as these things do. And they started posting things on their YouTube channel of massive cars and houses going, look what we've manifested because we're twin flames. And I'm thinking, you didn't manifest that because you're twin flames, mate. You manifested that because you've made money out of people wanting to be with their beloveds. You found a, a deep wound in our collective, which is this wound, this desire to be loved, to be in union, and you've played on it, and you've made so much money that you've now got a big car and a big house, and you're actually telling us that this is what you've done, because this is how the darkness works. The darkness, we have free will, right? So the law of the universe is we have free will. We can choose light, we can choose dark. So everyone has to abide, every entity, every being, every soul, every energy has to abide by that law of the universe, that we have free will. It also means that, we, that the information needs to be freely accessible. So it can't be hidden from us. So the darkness can't hide its agenda from us. It can't be like, oh, I'm really here to manipulate you and screw you over, but I'm hiding that under the guise of this. It has to show us who it really is. How it shows us who it really is is, is entirely open to interpretation. But it will always show us who it is through signs, through symbols, through, um, through rituals. The signs will always be there that this individual, this workshop, this course, this book, this entity, this being, this you know, um, guide that you're connecting to is not in the light. It'll always be there. It's a law of the universe that they have to tell you who they are. They have to reveal it in a way. Now, whether you see that sign or not, whether you choose to act on it or not, whether you know that it's even a sign, that's down to your free will. And so, you know, these individuals who are fleecing their students and their clients and then going, look at this massive car we've bought and look at this massive house, which literally saying, we're making money out of you guys. Sign up for another course. And people were literally doing that. And when I saw that, oh my God, the red flags. And of course, you weren't allowed in their social media group to say anything. But the moment you said anything that didn't go according to their narrative, people got booted out. I've talked about this in other podcasts. So the point of this is, sacred union is your key to everything. And if we squander it away in pornography, in, in one-night stands that mean nothing, and we know they mean nothing, in drugs and alcohol, in self-pleasure that is about numbing rather than healing uh, or empowerment, then we're giving away our power. We are becoming powerless. We are becoming slaves. And that is not a good direction in which to move as a collective. I love the sacred union work. I love, 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 love it. Um, it's my favorite. I shouldn't say it's my favorite, but I'm saying it. It's my favorite. I love to see the difference that it brings in people's lives when it's honored. You know, every now and then you get people that don't want to honor it. But on the whole, when it's honored, it is beautiful. So if the work calls to you, check out the website, sacredspacehealing.org, 
and the sacred union sessions that are offered there. There's also a meditation there called the Connect to Your Beloved Meditation. You might want to have a listen to that and see how that resonates with you. I never say that my work is for everyone. It's for the people that are resonating at that level um, and that vibration. And if it's not for you, wonderful, you know, take what works and leave what doesn't. And if it is for you, then it would be an honour and a privilege to assist you at this time. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace and abundance. Until the next time.